the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. Happy Hump Day. Not just any hump day. Y'all know what hump day it is. It's actually Thanksgiving Eve, and I cannot be more thank. I got to start off the show with my gratefulness and how thankful I am to be able to come here every night of the week with you guys. Thankful you're a part of my community. Thankful that you're part of my family, and you're definitely my friends. And we share much. We share uh, laughter. We share good times. And we share a belief that this country needs to be saved. So thank you for joining me tonight. If I sound a little hoarse in the throat, and I got some emails wondering what was up with me uh, last night. I I, I, I think it's these Santa Ana winds messing with my sinuses, y'all. I'm not like sick with a cold or COVID or anything. I just got the, I got... Uh, some allergies and sinus situation going on from these Santa Anas. But nobody can keep this good girl down, <laughs> no matter how hard they try. Listen, lots of questions tonight as to what went down at the Rainbow Bridge at the New York and Canadian border. And so we are going to get into that a little bit. We don't necessarily have a whole lot of answers, but I think we've got some interesting analysis. In fact, we've got a special guest who's going to be with us after the first break to give us his scoop and his ideas of that. And it's Brandon Weikert, who uh, wrote the book, The Shadow War, Iran's Quest for Supremacy. And, you know, Iran's had their uh, dirty little uh, terroristic fingers on much happening around the world for decades now. And, hmm, did they have their fingers or at least was it their ideology at play in New York? Before I go any further, I got to bring in my dude, my partner. In fact, he picked up our two last night for me. Um, because that's the kind of community I have, and that's how how great we are here at The Answer San Diego. If you missed last night's show or any part of it, don't forget you can download the podcast wherever you get your pods and email me at andreekshow.com, andreekshow.com. Speaking of, uh, and no doubt there are going to be people recreating this dish on tomorrow's Thanksgiving table. It is the one and only DJ Sesame Broccolini. I'm feeling pretty thankful. Um, I am to be an American. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm very thankful to have the ability to, to fight for this country. Um, and I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm, I'm very happy to have my rights. And 
I know it's all under attack, of course, which is the uh, the flip side of that. There's a lot of responsibilities um, that come with being a citizen, but I am I am thankful. I am I am grateful, and I'm grateful to God. And I think it's important that we um we give the glory back to God. I do think that's important. Mm-hmm. So you know, this, this is a great holiday. God bless America and the American people. More importantly. Mm-hmm. And we are going to ignore, by the way, all these stories today that tomorrow's not about Thanksgiving, that in fact, there was an article that was out that said something like 261 reasons why uh, that, you know, the Native Americans uh, like Thanksgiving now more than they did then. I mean, there's just so much because y'all know we can't even eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in this country without somebody trying to act as though it's anti-American. I'm even going to ignore it. I'm not going to give any oxygen to that kind of nonsense. Uh, what we need to be paying attention to tonight, at least, is what happened in New York. Uh, so at the border of New York in Canada, New York State and Canada, uh, there was a car that went flying and it burst into flames. And of course, right now, uh, all of our our borders, we haven't been paying a whole lot of attention to the Canadian border, um, but it's pretty much as open as the one on the south is. Ain't nobody paying a whole lot of attention. Uh, People just lucky they got out of the way of this flying car that burst into flames. Immediately, there was uh, reports that this was a, a terrorist attack. If not that actual, the the car bursting into flames then, or but it was on its way to that the car was loaded with explosives and that that was the terrorist attack. There were other reports that this car was on its way uh, for a terror attack. Uh, given the fact that nobody died in this car except the two uh, occupants of the car, I would have to I would have to offer the supposition that it was on its way. Uh, to commit a terror attack, or it was kind of a, a hashtag fail. Uh, I do want to play a, a clip from Governor Hochul and what she has to say about this. And then uh, we can, Sesame, you and I can discuss if you can play Governor Hochul saying all is well. What I want to do at this time is extend my extreme gratitude to all of our partners, Customs and Border Patrol, Homeland Security, FBI, our state police, local sheriffs, Monagra County, Erie County, all stepped up to assist in trying to identify what exactly transpired here beginning at 11.27 a.m. this morning. They gave up their time for their families. They showed up. They reminded us that there are people who put on a uniform every single day, put themselves in harm's way. The people out there on that bridge, in the immediate aftermath of what happened, unknown, the source, the cause of this explosion, were out there doing their jobs. So I want to pause to give them just the gratitude of a governor and 20 million New Yorkers who sleep better at night because of their willingness to do this. They run toward danger. They should be with their families today. Girl, they get will, on with this it. investigation will go on for a number of days. And that's why we will not have any further answers uh, at this time as to the individuals involved, the deceased, the uh, any motivation, and there's a lot of lot of unanswered questions. But at this time, we just need to dial down the temperature right now, and that's what I plan to do as governor. Just let everybody know, all is well. We're investigating. More information could arise, <laughs> but based on the preliminary investigation, no sign of terrorist involvement in the horrific explosion occurred here in Western New York. Um, excuse me if I am not believing a word that this Haint Governor Haint uh, said. First of all, I don't, I'm not interested in any Democrat 
in particular, or, or the U.S. government, it, it, and anything related to the institutions of the U.S. government right now telling me all is well, because all is not well in the United States of America, which is why I have absolutely no trust whatsoever in her and anything she has to say. Who believes right now that they don't know who the occupants of this car were? Who believes that they're not withholding the names of the occupants of this car for a reason? Maybe because their last name might be or first name might be Muhammad. Anytime they're, they're, they think that they can, they can grab a gun or blame somebody for MAGA, they immediately re- release the names of those involved. They know what car this was. They know whether it was a rental, whether it was owned, who owned it, who was occupying it. They have to know. Otherwise, she has, and first of all, she wasted a whole lot of time trying to suck up to law enforcement. And if this was on the Canadian side, what was the point of that? She was burying, she was avoiding getting to the heart of the matter, which is what went on here, which they're obviously trying to hide from us. Am I just being a little too conspiracy theorist, Sesame Broccolini? No, it seems, it seems like a cover up or something. I just don't understand how someone can be so casual and so... Mm-hmm. Um, aloof about this. I mean, where is your sense of humanity and your sense of Americanness? I mean, this is an attack on all of us as Americans and, and the victim, this is not a, this is just, it's disgusting to me. And I I just can't believe that someone's already apologizing for it and excusing it and um, downplaying it. We're trying to hide it. Seriously. We're trying trying to cover it up, trying to bury the story. Yeah. Burying the lead. And we deserve to know about what's really going on here. Right. And they're, they're, I'm always suspicious when we don't immediately, the names haven't been released, when it's obvious they're withholding critical information from us. That always tells me that it's information that's harmful to, to the Democrat agenda. And right now, the Democrat agenda is to partner with the Islamist. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to bring on Brandon Weikert. He's author of The Shadow War, Iran's Quest for Premacy. He knows a little thing or two about Islamic terror. And we're going to discuss this with him. Andrea K, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show on this Thanksgiving Eve. Uh, we, as much as everybody is out thinking about uh, their turkey and their side dishes tomorrow, and and get excited to get together with family and friends. Uh, people are on edge. They're on edge right now with the open borders that we've got and with what we've seen happening, the, the mobs across the country with threatening Jews and others, and we've seen a crime wave happening. And then we see today uh, what looked to be an apparent uh, attempt, a terrorist attempt, or maybe on their way to do a terrorist attempt. We just played a clip from New York Governor uh, Hochul downplaying uh, the, uh, the, what happened today saying there was no sign of terrorist involvement, uh, acting as though there's no way that they could, they know the identities of the individuals or motivations and basically nothing to see here. Uh, there may not be proof that it was a terrorist attack, but to dismiss it so easily and to not reveal any information to the public has the hair on the back of my neck stand up, or let me put it this way. Uh, my baloney meter is going off the chart. So when I heard this story today, I reached out to Brandon Weikert. He's author of the book, The Shadow War, Iran's Quest for Supremacy, um, because this just smells to me of maybe not Iran, 
themselves, but certainly the ideology behind it, because the terrorists of whatever persuasion are in a war against Western civilization. So, Brandon Weikert, thank you for being here on tonight's Andrea K. Show. Well, thank you for having me, and uh, it's a uh, you know happy pre-Thanksgiving. Unfortunately, it's I have to come on and talk about these somber circumstances. Um, I think you are completely correct. Uh, the uh, what happened in Niagara Falls or Niagara, New York, at the border with Canada was not an accident. I have now spoken, as you know, I have many contacts in the intelligence mm-hmm. community. I have now spoken with somebody I trust very much. Uh, and the term that's being thrown around behind the scenes is vehicle-based IED, improvised explosive device. Um, another, another thing that was said uh, was that there was an on-scene explosive. You know, after this thing went off, they had somebody on the site who was investigating immediately the explosion and their their statement was in 20 years of doing explosives investigations they've never seen an explosion in a vehicle like this outside of a combat zone um mm. you know and meanwhile the democrats uh Biden and Hochul and and Adams mayor of New York they're doing their best impersonation of the mayor from jaws uh, you know, saying there's no, <laughs> yes. there's no there there. It's safe to go in the water. Um, mm-hmm. Make no mistake, your audience, and I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. There is not only a terrorist attack, and I actually want to make it clear, I, this was influenced by Iran. Not only mm-hmm. was there a terrorist attack, and I believe it be the actual target was not the Rainbow Bridge or the CBP facility where this thing went off at the border. I think its intended target was the Macy's Day Parade tomorrow. Mm. And if you look at the level of explosion that occurred, had that gone off in the middle of the parade, it would have taken out a lot of people and done a lot of damage. And so your audience should be aware that the government not only is, you know, missed this, this, uh, you know, threat, but now they're covering it up to save their own rear ends. So we can anticipate more of these types of behaviors from Biden as we go into the election. Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, there was a local reporter who initially reported information on the ground from law enforcement uh, that the car was loaded with explosives. And then she an hour or two later, she corrected herself and said, you know, I've got to I've got to correct the record that now we're being told that it was the speed of the car. Uh, that caused the the vehicle to explode to the degree that it did. So, um, and and then there was another clip from Kathy Hochul saying, gosh, you know, this car was like a projectile. It was like something AI, yeah. artificial intelligence created. Yeah. So they're now really amping up uh, this thing that it was just speed. I said at the open of my show, I didn't believe this was the terrorist attack because otherwise they wouldn't have really taken out much. I mean, nobody died but themselves. Right. So I didn't believe that this right. was the terrorist attack. I felt that they were on, on their way to somewhere else. I didn't put two and yes. two together, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And that t- and then uh, then I did see another report uh, from Catherine Harridge that there are internal terrorist warnings going on yes, in the state of New York. exactly. Yes, the New York Intelligence, the New York Police Department, people don't realize this because it's such a massive institution. NYPD actually has its own domestic intelligence unit, very, very proficient. In fact, CIA, FBI, they recruit, I have a friend actually went this way in the CIA, they recruit 
uh, a lot of people from the New York Police Department's Intelligence Bureau. And the intelligence unit in the NYPD beginning yesterday morning started disseminating warnings that uh, there was something coming down the pike. I myself have been warning about this for the last several months going into the holidays, the minute that that October 7th Hamas attack occurred. I was telling people I've been on multiple news programs saying, be ready around the holidays this year. It's going to get very crazy. And something your audience should also consider, since last November, Iran has been shipping kilos worth of uranium to its proxies around the world. One of those shipments last November was intercepted. It got its way to Yemen by Al-Qaeda, which means Al-Qaeda now has uranium. And another shipment last Christmas was intercepted by Heathrow Airport authorities in London on its way to unknown recipients from Hezbollah. And if you look at our open southern border, we've got Mm -hmm. a lot of illegal people pouring in. Not all of them are Mexican migrants. Uh, And it's easy also to smuggle not just people, but materiel like fentanyl or also, God help us, kilos of uranium to, you know, the waiting hands of secret Hezbollah IRGC personnel strategically placed throughout the United States. So this thing is going to get very serious, very fast. The Biden administration, the Democrats and the media all covering it up. Oh, absolutely. Uh, But here's the good news, Brandon Weikert. Uh, The uh, news reports out today that uh, Department of Homeland Security uh, Mayorkas has instructed the Border Patrol to ask illegal aliens uh, what preferred pronouns they use. Uh, They've been warned not to misgender. True story. We've got terrorists coming across our border, Brandon Weikert, and that's what they've got our Border Patrol doing. Yes. It's absolutely insane. Well, it's funny. I was uh, I was speaking to the Air Force last week at Edwards Air Force Base, and on my flight back, I live in Florida. On my flight back to Florida, I had a layover in Charlotte, North Carolina, from LAX to Charlotte, North Carolina, and on the plane next to me was an illegal immigrant, and he had his DHS pet little. They give him this little slip, and he was smiling and all excited. Um, and he, it, I saw what it was. It was basically the government, he crossed illegally, was captured, and then the government gave him a ticket to his destination of choice, and he was riding up on the uh, airplane with me, um, and I wow. was staring at this guy, and, I was, and I've been hearing reports that they're doing this. They basically, an illegal immigrant gets mm-hmm. caught at the border, and they give him a, 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 you know, a ticket to his you know, destination of choice in the United States with a court date in the next seven years. Yeah. And I don't know how long you had to wait, maybe uh, show you. I'm sure you had to show some ID at some point along the way. Absolutely. You got to go through TSA pre-check. Meanwhile, Absolutely. any Tom, Dick and, and uh, Muhammad can come right. across the border and they get a free plane ticket and they're not subjected to, you know, this real ID and TSA nonsense that you know, American citizens are subjected to. Um, I I, want to read you something to see if it sounds credible to you. This came to me from someone in Florida who uh, runs a owns a security uh, firm. And he said, um, just reported threats from our firm to local law enforcement nation side, the pro-Palestinian nationwide, the pro-Palestinian movement on social media mirrors Black Lives Matter tactics. Um leading to potential disruptions and a nationwide call to attack malls on Friday, including North Park Mall in Dallas. Yeah. Um, does yeah. that sound credible? 
Oh, absolutely it is. I've been, you know, I, I'm not part of this group, but this is almost identical to what I've been saying since October. Um, I was on another radio show uh, a few weeks ago that's out of Las Vegas. It's a nationally pro- national program. And I was telling the host there, be advised. It's not just nuclear dirty bomb attacks that we have to be worried about. It's sort of lone, lone gunmen, sort of pipe bomb type attacks. The whole goal is to sow chaos within the United States. So we're all so crazy. We can't, you know, and worried about what's going on here. We can't possibly be concerned with what's happening in the Middle East. This is all about this. Iran's hidden hand is behind this. This is all about them keeping us distracted long enough so they can do whatever the heck it is they're planning to do in the Middle East without much fear of reprisals from us. Look what we've just done. We waited. We let 40 plus attacks in the last month go unanswered against our forces stationed mm-hmm. in Syria and Iraq. And finally, Biden starts attacking. What is he attacking? Empty buildings, pinprick strikes. Yeah. It makes Clinton look like a hero back in the 90s going after bin Laden and always missing. This is, yeah. this is very, very dangerous territory we're in. And it's going to get worse, not better, the longer that Joe Biden and the Democrats are in charge. If you want to understand what he's talking about and understand it in greater detail, Brandon Weikert has written the book, The Shadow War, Iran's Quest for Supremacy. Thank you for being here, and God bless you. you. Happy Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. All right. Take good care. All right, you guys, we're going to take a little break. We come back. We've got more Andrea K. Show coming up. Don't go away. Andrea K., bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Before the break, we were talking to Brandon Weikert, who's written a book about Iran and their quest for supremacy. So we had to have him on. As our expert tonight to help us to understand uh, what really might be going on with this terrorist attack in New York City. But now we got to shift gears. Um, on a, Bob Walters is usually with us. He's our education contributor on Fridays. But as you all know, uh, Friday is a holiday for most people. And most people are going to be out trying to get the best deal they can on a big oversized TV, right? So I didn't want uh, Bob Walters to miss any Black Friday deals. So I asked him if he'd come on tonight instead. <laughs> and he joins us now. Hello, my dear friend. Hello. Glad to be here. Thank you. You looking forward to Turkey Day tomorrow? Yeah, I am. I'm going to be with my uh, my son-in-law and, and, and his family. It'd be nice. Have a good oh, time. Oh, wonderful. Well, wonderful. Uh, hope you have a fantastic day. Uh, in the meantime, and I even said to Bob, I said, you know what, it's, this week it's Thanksgiving week if you want to take the week off. And Bob says, I never take time off. That's how hard he works to save this country and to save children. He understands that the, this is a battle of good versus evil. It's a battle for the soul of our nation. And that goes right through the souls of our children. So here he is, successful businessman, could take the week off because it's Thanksgiving. But he's joining us tonight to tell you what you need to know about what's continuing to go on in our schools. And I'm hoping, though, Bob, that as usual, you've got some good news for us as we go into Thanksgiving. I do, yes. The first one's a little odd, but it is good news. Joe Biden okay. said he would veto Republican Senate efforts to overturn a Department of Agriculture rule that protects from discrimination in the federal nutrition program. Well, I'm not really a supporter of LGBT, frankly, but I do think it's 
it, it's not right to cut them out of the school lunch program because of their uh, uh, LGBT status. So uh, I thought it was good news that he took that action to stop the effort to cut them out. Anyway, then we got Finnish Christian leaders, Pavel Russian and Wuhan Palala, have been acquitted a second time of hate speech charges after the two expressed their beliefs about homosexuality based on biblical teachings. They were found innocent. Well, you know, this is a really important story. A lot of people might be thinking, um, and by the way, let me go just to follow up on your last, uh, your your first topic. There's no reason to to have anything having to do with sexuality as part of a nutrition program. So you, I agree with you there. Um, the reason why this second story that you just reported about these Finnish Christian leaders is super important because the Democrats and the left want to, um, they love socialist Scandinavia and want to bring everything happening over there here. And there, um, and, and it involves hate speech legislation over there that has been imprisoning children who dare to speak up. So this is actually good news and tells me that things are starting to turn over in uh, socialist Scandinavia. Yep, it is good news. All right, the Texas Board of Education voted Friday to block science lessons published by eight companies from appearing in an influential statewide list of textbooks provided providing citing problems with the way they depicted climate change and evolution in liberal viewpoint. Well, good. So So, uh, the Texas, yeah, the Texas board of education said, um, we don't like the way you're redefining science to accommodate your climate change nonsense. So we're not going to let you teach it. Well done, Texas. (laughs) I agree. So far (laughs) this year, 110 bills seeking to restrict discussion of race U.S. history, LGBT people in schools and colleges, 10 actually became a law. Add to these the previous two years' laws, which now have 21 states with such restrictions, affecting 1.3 million teachers and 100,000 college professors, along with millions of students. So this is actually good news. We only got 29 states left to go. That's tremendous news. And a lot of people might think, oh, 10% of the bills became law with what we are facing right now in this country to think that we have 21 states with these kinds of, of restrictions of uh, curriculum that is discriminatory. It foments hate and division and indoctrinates children at LBGT. The, these are wins and we've got to be grateful for them. And when, then what we've got to do is push uh, to, uh, to take that and, and magnify uh, the these kinds of victories and and get it to all fifty uh, get it to all fifty states, but already affecting one point three million teachers and hundred thousand college professors professors that's a win. Great, great, great report. A good step in the right direction. Yeah, <laughs> okay, for sure. District reminds, ra- radical trans activist psychologist as a consultant trainer for teachers and staff after mass resistance, a conservative group confronted the school board with specifics on their transgender activist promotion. You know, we can't just sit this. This is proof that our voices work and that we, if we just stand up and, and it's because 
these school board officials and these people, they don't want to get, they don't want to be recalled. They don't want to be kicked off the board. They're just trying to push this stuff through. And if they have no resistance and, and, and quite frankly, the left has made the progress they've made because they have not been met with much resistance. But now you've got groups like mass resistance pushing back moms for Liberty, people like yourself, and we're starting to rack up wins. This should energize people before Thanksgiving. I'm so, so glad. Me too. All right. The issue of diversity in California's upcoming Senate race has taken a contentious turn. The suggestion that two white candidates, Katie Porter and Adam Schiff, should step aside in favor of Barbara Lee, a black woman, has raised questions about genuine equality and the role of race in politics. The truth is you've got the Senate. Unbelievable. And this, I don't know anything about this Barbara Lee and what, what she believes in. I'm all for getting rid of Katie Porter and Adam the other 33 candidates, we can find somebody else to help defeat them. Well, look, they're all far lefties. Uh, Barbara Lee is, a, 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 how would I describe her? Hmm. Um, uh, Al Sharpton, um, but not as good looking. <laughs> okay, I got you. <laughs> and, and I don't exactly consider him attractive. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is this is what the left does. They see everything through the prism of identity, politics and race. They are they are the most racist human beings on the planet. And it is absolutely despicable. And yeah, maybe this will wake up some Democrats as to what is going on in, in, in that. I agree. And they can they call us racist. I can't believe it. Anyway, yeah. college crazies, more than 100 Harvard faculty members signed a letter criticizing the university president. Claudine Gay, she had condemned the phrase from river to the sea, which was pro-Palestinian and presumed full removal of Israel. They condemned her attacks as an attack on free speech, despite the battles going on the campus. So it just shows the faculty members are such extreme, radical, crazy leftists. There's no stopping them. I hope we can turn them around someday because they're infecting our kids big time. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Yep. This 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 professor should have been uh, was the the president, uh, Claudine Gay. This this she should have been. Uh, there was a time in, in our country where that level of hatred and anti-Semitism would have her unemployed and unable to get a job anywhere because nobody wanted anything to do with her. But because no. of the decades and things that you've been reporting here about them, put like Barbara Lee, just pushing. Um, the identity politics, anti-Americanism, uh, indoctrination into, uh, you know, in anti, you know, Semitic, uh, pro-Islamic terrorist propaganda. This is where we're at today. It's despicable. It is. Our University of California earmarks $7 million to address racial and religious conflicts on campuses. $3 million for emergency mental health resources. I'm not sure what that means. Mm. $2 million to develop educational discourse on the conflict and have a neutral view of the battle going on. The rest would be going to training University of California's own leadership on how to deal with situations. Maybe just expel the rioters, the bigots, the haters, and the rioters, rather than do this kind of expenditure on social, social reconstruction. Uh, well, it's, well, it's stupid, you know, because first of all, you know, um, there is freedom of speech. So everybody should really just be allowed to say whatever they want to say on college campuses. We had what we called Free Speech Alley, and um, every Wednesday, 
you know, we had speakers that would stand up there and spew all kinds of nonsense and, and it was quite entertaining. And nobody really cared what they said. It was just more, you know, were they were they it, it entertaining as they spewed it, right? Because nobody cared what, you know, it's like, say whatever you want to say, who cares, right? Yeah, um, You know, um, and, and so what they, so we don't need them to now come up with curriculums that are basically just a way to hide the fact that they're going to continue, they're going to, they're going to double down on their indoctrination by considering uh, Christians uh, to be bigoted, bigoted, racist haters, because that's what that smacks to me of. It really does. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Law students in Oregon can now bypass the bar exam by completing an apprenticeship for 675 hours under the supervision of another lawyer. The test showed racial disparities, so they wanted to make a change so that those who couldn't pass the test could still become lawyers by serving as an apprentice under another lawyer. Wow. A lot of these lawyers are not going to be qualified. It's just the same. Yeah, it is. Now, look, I don't have a problem that California has a situation to where uh, you don't have to go to law school to uh, practice law. What you have to do is study under somebody for a certain period of time and pass the notoriously difficult California bar exam. Right. And there's people coming out of Harvard Law that can't pass the California bar exam. So that's fun. I don't have a problem with that. In fact, I hired an attorney who kicked Heine and she didn't go to and, and she just destroyed one of the top uh, attorney counterparts. Um, but th- what this is, this is just where you don't need, you don't even have to pass the bar. You don't have to be tested. You just have to go, you know, push some papers around in some law firm somewhere. Crazy, crazy. I know. All right. Protest. Speaking right, of crazy, governors are facing hang on, off hang on, seat. hang on, hang on, Bob. Okay. We got to take a break. We got to take a okay. break. When we come back, we're going to continue with college crazies and then wrap up this hour of the Andrew K show. Don't go away. AK. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Just when I think Bob Walters can't up up himself with college crazies, he comes in. and y'all. If you missed last segment. Here's here's where they're at now with Oregon. Law students don't have to take the bar exam to prove that they're qualified to practice law in the state of Oregon. They just got to go schlep at, a, at some law firm somewhere uh, for a certain number of hours. Kind of like, you know, when when you when you get a ticket, you don't pay and you got to go pick up trash on the side of the road. That's what's going on up in Oregon. By the way, another story that you would only hear from Bob Walters. Bob, you got you got more crazy for us. A couple more. Uh, GOP governors are facing off with NCAA on their trans athlete policy. Eight of them feel the present policy of allowing transsexual is wrong, but they, the NCAA is saying it should be allowed if the men have been on feminizing hormones for one year. <laughs> they were then uh-huh. to consider to ban transsexual women if they'd been through male puberty. But now that's been delayed and thus further reaction. The governors are just against biological men 
in sports with biological women, which I agree with completely. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. There, there's there create a GOP governors create a new category. The, this isn't this really isn't hard. You know, um, there's a report today out of some, you know, a Leah Thomas story again, some biological, you know, young man in high school just, you know, destroyed all the other girls attempts. It's just crazy. I'm getting hiccups. All right, Bob, you got anything else? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to count it. Hold my breath. Hang on. Go ahead. All right. Employers don't value college degrees as much as they originally thought they would. This that disdain is behind the restored appreciation of blue collar workers that bring skill and experience to the job rather than education. It's so time we got back to that. that That's right. You know, it's yeah. it's time we got back to good old fashioned uh, skills, you know, and experience and who somebody is as an individual. I love that story. I love that so much. Thank you. Okie doke. Got some bad news I'm going to need to cover. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, the New Jersey Teachers Union urges governor to end basic skills tests for educators as an equity barrier. Now they have to be tested with Prexic core active academic skills that focuses on proficiency in reading, writing, and math. They want those tests and those trainings eliminated because it allows some not to qualify to be teachers. Well, good. They should be teachers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is anyway. just like the law student thing. I mean, it's like, and this is, uh, this is Marxism because they're using a phony excuse uh, to try to dummy down society and under the guise of, of e- equality, uh, then you're just going to have mediocrity spread across society in every way, shape, or form. And yeah. lives will be destroyed. People will die from bad doctors. I mean, it's just, this is literally how you destroy a civilization. It is all in the name of equity. Okay, yep. on Friday, the Texas House took a massive education bill which would have provided school choice. Then an amendment to remove the program was approved by a majority of the legislators, which are Republicans, ironically, which effectively killed the bill. So there's no school choice in Texas at this time. Unbelievable. You know what? We were just we were just congratulating Texas on kicking out the Department of Education, kicking out some crappy climate change stuff. And then they turn around and they they allow school choice to be killed. You know, come on, Texas. Kind of kind of sad. All right, transgender cyclists have victory over women in the race. It should never have been allowed, was the reaction. Another sport is taken over by trans men pretending to be women. You know what? That Women need to stop. Just like this report today out of this high school swimmer, why did any parents allow the high school girls to compete? If women just started refusing to compete, it would shut this crap down. Yeah, they they forget why was women's sports created to begin with. Yeah. And, and, you know, and women forget that they have power. Why are they continuing to go along? Would you, you know, women are allowing themselves and young girls and their parents are allowing themselves to be abused by biological males. This transgender movement is the most misogynistic, abusive of women movement I've ever seen in my life. And feminists are applauding it because feminism was was a false movement in and of itself. I guess so. Jeez. Sorry for my rant. Oregon has dropped all graduation standards for its high school students in the name of equity. Hmm. Mm -hmm. We want everybody to pass, even if you're stupid and didn't learn anything. All right. Same old, same old. 
Yeah, they and yeah. they can, then they can and then they can go on to uh and then they can go on to law school and not even have to t- pass the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I know. All right, here's another one. San Francisco considers lowering admission standards for its prestigious schools to improve student outcomes. It's like a theme. It's like five or six of your topics are all the same thing. School board after school board, school after school, just completely destroying standards and testing uh, in order to churn out stupid socialist soldiers for the state. Yeah, it's really sad. Here's another one. New York educrats can't educate, so now they want to hide it by ditching regents' exams. Now everyone can get a shiny diploma and congratulate themselves that outcomes are improving. So they same old, same old. <laughs> no test for graduating out of New York yep. schools, high schools. Same old, same yeah. old. Portland teachers have been on strike for weeks now, and now they're demanding racial equity training so they can address racial equity and implied bias. Let me translate that. What they really mean is now they want extra goodies and accommodations for uh, non-white uh, teachers. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. That they, Their hand is out under the guise of equity. Okay. Uh, let's That's talk about of, the Girl Scouts. Let's talk about the Girl Scouts. Yeah, I was really surprised. I mean, I was an Eagle Scout, so I'm kind of surprised to hear about this one. The Girl Scout organization has gone woke. So has the Boy Scouts, frankly. They stick with BLM and promote racism, bigotry, and division. Now they, now they want to become an anti-racist organization. Quote, tolerance is not working, unquote. I just, it's have they sad lo- because they, they've launched were uh, Girl Scouts. Yeah. Well, it was one of the most pro-girl. Um, that, was, that, that was an organization that was really about girl empowerment and, and character and integrity and work ethic. And, yeah, they've launched, apparently launched some program to be teaching. Um, basically, it's CRT. A Girl Scout version, and yep. it's all about it's all about you know indoctrinating them into um, anti-Americanism, uh, white privilege, and everything that BLM is all about. And and that's just and then they probably wrap up the program with an offer to take them to Planned Parenthood. So it's just it's uh, you know if you've got if you've got daughters don't let them be a part of this they're not going to miss out anything and you are they are a lamb to slaughter if you have your daughter get involved in Girl Scouts Bob we have a little bit of time left if you want to tell everybody about We the Kids okay We the Kids great organization helps they have materials and, and books and, and and diagrams that can help you as parents treat your kids the real history and glory of America after the kids come home from school. Undo the indoctrination they had during the day. And it's a great way to do it. And they also even started the petition drive, which you can get on their webpage to stop anti-Semitism. And uh, awesome. it's, they got 400,000 signatures so far. WeTheKids.us. Look them up. Get what you need for your kids. Get the petition if you want to sign it and pass it around. And otherwise... Um, Support them. Give them money that they might be able to use because they, they are a great organization for kids, keeping them focused on the real history of America. Absolutely. And I guarantee you there's some good Thanksgiving stuff in there, and it's not too late. Bob Walters, I hope you have a very happy Thanksgiving. You too. You take care. Thank you, my dear.
Thank you, my dear. All right, you guys, that's it for hour one, but we're going to be right back with hour two, so don't you go anywhere. Stay tuned. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.